Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. I told you I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. I just want you for my own, more than you could ever know. Make my wish come true, all I want for Christmas is you. When it comes to Liberty Roundtable Live, ladies and gentlemen, you means liberty, baby. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, hard-hitting talk at your fingertips always on your radio. Six days a week on the Sabbath, we rest as the good Lord intended. This is indeed the broadcast for December the 21st in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life liberty and property and to promote god family and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers yes indeed they ladies and gentlemen we use the blueprint for liberty the supreme law of the land the constitution for the united states of america as our guide as you know we reject revolution but we stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth and we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips Welcome to the broadcast. A quick recap of yesterday might make sense. As you know, I'm a, a fan of chick flicks. So I highlighted uh, three or four of my <laughs> favorite Christmas and otherwise movies yesterday. Uh, we're talking about Christmas Angel 2009, The Ultimate Gift 2006. Um, we also talked about this huge study. If you and your spouse had kids prior to marriage, you're twice as likely to get divorced. We talked about that in detail yesterday. And that also means, hey, invoking the procreative power outside of marriage uh, oftentimes spells disaster. Homicide, by the way, they say was the leading cause of death for pregnant and postpartum women in 2018 and 2019. They say it's a massive health public concern. Well, I highlighted Beyonce, ladies, Single ladies put a ring on it and highlighted that, you know what, on one hand, that's great, put a ring on it, marriage is good, <laughs> but uh, she then goes through this deal where she has this uh, live-in deal for three and a half years and she's in tears the whole time, and then she just wants to go to the club and make him jealous and find somebody else. No wonder it's a meltdown in America, huh? Sam mentions the fantastic movie Lean on Me, 1989. Highlights that reality check about responsibility and taking action for solutions. Joe got it done, buddy. All right, I also highlighted another Christmas movie, A Song for the Season. These are all very mellow chick flicks, but they got poignant, principle-based truths and solutions in them. We also talked about The Family, a proclamation to the world, an incredible document that really highlights kind of where we're at here. <clears throat> they say, we the first presidency... And the Council of the Twelve Apostles of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints solemnly proclaim that marriage between a man and a woman is ordained of God and that the family is central to the Creator's plan for the eternal destiny of His children. 
critical, critical truths, ladies and gentlemen. Successful marriages and families are established and maintained on the principles of faith, prayer, repentance, forgiveness, respect, love, compassion, work, and wholesome recreational activities, ladies and gentlemen. We got to understand the proper role of God and family. Because if we do, we need a whole lot less government. And if we don't, then they always want you to believe in the satanic Hegelian dialectic where they want you to believe the only answer is government. Shame on them. Power to truth to us because we're truth tellers on your radio. Merry Christmas. We're celebrating Christmas all week long, by the way, and that's a recap of yesterday's radio program. Still available on demand at libertyroundtable.com and lovingliberty.net. Spread the word. Straight to our guest now, Ann Vandersteel, ladies and gentlemen. And Ann is the host of Steel Truth, uh, America's News with Ann Vandersteel. It's weeknights, by the way. It's TV-based, great stuff. It's at 9 p.m. Eastern. Now, understand the Steel Truth lives on in all of us. And we know in our hearts that it exists. The question is, will we ever truly experience the rawness of the truth untainted by the fake news? Well, I think we can get the truth by circumventing the mainstream press, for sure, but we'll never get the truth without their manipulation and interference. Steeltruth.com, her website, and welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. Thank you, Sam. It's an honor to join you this morning. I appreciate that, and Merry Christmas to you and your family, and uh you know, talk, you were talking about your favorite Christmas movies. I, one of my most favorite is It's a Wonderful Life. I mean, it's an oldie but goodie. And uh, it, you know, I, think, I think many people right now can look around and go, man, you know, is it even worth it at this point? And you have to ju- just go back and have some personal reflection. And, of course, your relationship with Jesus Christ to understand, yes, it is all worth it. And, yes, we must go through this pain and we must work together and set aside our personal differences so that we can come out on the other side of this uh, in this biblical war. So um, I think sometimes It's a Wonderful Life is just a good movie to go back and take stock of your own self and decide, yeah, you're, you're worth it, and look at all the deeds you've done to make the place uh, a better world around you. And you know, Your family needs you, and this is, this is what we have to do, some self-reflection at this point. So thank you for having me uh, join you this morning. Now that uh, Clarence has his wings, just imagine if he cruised on down and showed the world what it was like without an Ann Vandersteel, right? <laughs> or Sam. <laughs> Sam That's right, or any one of us for that matter, right? That's exactly Ladies right. Ladies and gentlemen, That's Ann, exactly right. Ann is a trailblazer and a thought leader as the new media takes center stage, ladies and gentlemen. Her broadcast is a top-shelf Primetime investigative news and analysis program, ladies and gentlemen, leaving the mainstream press in the rearview mirror. Uh, and folks, I want to really highlight this. Anne's been at it for a long time. Uh, you and your producer have got a 30-year history in the media. Uh, I've got 25-plus years as a, as a talk show host, and we've both been at it for a long time. And I'm telling you, there's some serious sea changes, aren't there? Yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, uh, let me just make sure I get that very clear to you. I've been at this in new media six years. I jumped in when President Trump took a ride down the escalator. I worked for, for then Mr. Trump in 1990 and 91 in West Palm Beach. And I said to myself, right after we came out of the Reagan years and going into the early Bush 
senior years, I said, uh, gosh, he would make a fabulous president because he was a fantastic boss. You know, he came into the property once a week and and uh, was a wonderful listener. And great leaders are always good listeners. They take all the in- input in, no matter who it is, whether it's the door per- doorman or the receptionist or the general manager for the building, and took it all in and, and you know, went back and fixed concerns and addressed issues, but didn't do a whole lot of talking, just a lot of listening, which was great. He was loved by all. So it was my, I felt it was my duty at that point with uh, my father serving and two children going in the military and, and having aspirations as such at that time that this is how I could serve. So I jumped in on Twitter and found Bill Mitchell at Your Voice America and for the rest is history, started podcasting in 2016 and have never looked back. And producer Liz comes from the broadcast world where she has a ton more experience just putting shows together. So between her visual uh, ability, her, her ability to tell a, a story through visual aids and, and, and movies and videos and my ability to put words to it, we've sort of um, just found our, found our stride. It's been a really fun journey. Ladies and gentlemen, producer Liz and Ann no doubt have truth-telling abilities, and they're using it for the benefit of us all. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about Trump, uh, Ann. You know, he was a great boss. You've uh, been an advocate for Trump, and a lot of people love Trump. I did not vote for Trump, but I think he's a great guy. And I give him credit where credit's due all the time, but I'm willing to stand up against him when he does things that are not right as well. And um, here's the problem. A lot of people are saying, hey, former President Donald Trump acknowledged that he had received a booster shot against COVID-19. He was on one of his history tour events with Bill O'Reilly. I don't know why he's hanging out with the mainstream press, but there you go. Uh, Anyway, I find that interesting, though, that he said he got the booster. So he's got his shots. He's all, quote, fully vaccinated there. Um, And and the crowd booed Donald. And I'm here to say I think it's wrong for them to boo Donald. I'm not for the vaccines. I'm against them. I will never take them by my own free will and choice. Never, never, never write it down. Uh, But I'm telling you that, you know what, Donald has every right to choose as he will, too. And I think that the uh, audience is being a little bit unfair for his own choices. We need to back Hey, I don't agree sometimes with what you say, but I defend your right to say it idea. We need to really double down here and say, look, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I just want to have my own choices. It's my body, uh, and I want to have the truth completely transparent out there before everybody so they can make their own decisions. Anne? Oh, I 100% agree. I disagree with President Trump and his position to take the vaccine. But again, I don't disagree with his ability to have that choice. And the, you know, the biggest thing I think for all of us is the lack of informed consent. There's been mandates, uh, particularly if you see what's, uh, what's happening with the uh, airline industry, what they've done to the pilots is force them to take these jabs or lose their jobs. And you're actually putting people in charge of, you know, from 10 to 200 plus people on an aircraft flying at, you know, breakneck speed at 40,000 feet. And God forbid they have an incident up there. You're already at risk for a deep vein thrombosis or a blood clot just because you're at altitude. You add these clot shots in there, which have have a higher propensity for throwing clots and and heart attacks, et cetera. Um, It's with a a substance that hasn't been in the market for not even a full year. So we've got concerns. And President Trump is seemingly ignoring those concerns. But that's his Ladies and gentlemen, Ann Vandersteel with me, steeltruth.com. You are listening to the one and only. Liberty Roundtable Live. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. 
Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way, but actually gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into mommy and daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Ann Vandersteel with me, steeltruth.com, her website. The Steel Truth uh, TV program, 9 o'clock Eastern, weeknights, ladies and gentlemen, on all kinds of systems, Brighty on TV for one. But Steel Truth thoroughly vets their sources, provides evidence, and reports only the facts wherever those facts may lead. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use truth tellers are what we love. Merry Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. So we're talking about former President Donald Trump, and a lot of people are attacking him for taking his booster shot. They're booing him and the audiences and everything else. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's uncalled for. I absolutely 1,000% disagree with Trump and his vaccine push. He's wrong. Okay? And whether you agree or disagree with the vaccines, you should agree with our choices to choose as we think best. Okay? But you got to give that truth to Donald, too. And if he wants to take the vaccines and if he believes in him, let him. Don't boo him. Just say, you know what, we respect your choice and we demand you respect ours. Anne? 100%. I, again, these mandates are coming down from unconstitutional, non-constitutionally charted bureaucratic administrative state. Thank you, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, for signing the Federal Register Act in 1935, standing up these monolithic agencies that have ballooned into a metastatic cancer that now shove mandates down our throats. And because we are not literate on our laws of the Constitution and our God-given rights, we accept it on face value. 
what President Trump has imparted, and frankly, uh, very honestly so, is that we have the right to choose and the right to try. And of course, the CDC and the hospitals, uh, which are in lockstep, thanks to the Rockefeller Foundation, are forcing mandates and they're forcing protocols when there are other alternative treatments as proven by their own monolithic organizations like the NIH. So President Trump, you have absolutely every right to do what you want to do, but so do we. And the agencies that are out there redelegating the power of the executive branch and forcing mandates are completely unlawful. And so that's the only separation we need to make sure we're clear on. He's free to do what, we, what he wants to do, but as, as are we. And I double down and say at least Trump has been openly defensive of that truth to where we shouldn't be forcing uh, these things as well. So I, you exactly. know, I'm really concerned about the vaccination programs. I think it's a pro-death agenda. I think it's dangerous as all get out as experimental vaccines. I think there's Agreed. evidence that uh, not only was the uh, COVID-19 created as a bioweapon, but so was the vaccine. So you got a weapon and then you got an anecdotal weapon. Uh, both of them are disastrous, ladies and gentlemen. I'll tell you that right now. But now they're starting to call it Operation Omicron, And I'm going to get into my thoughts about this in a second, too. But Operation Omicron, they say the globalists are preparing for mass murder in the weeks ahead. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know about all that. I would say this. Omicron is a weaponized uh, derivative of whatever else. You know, you got Delta, you got whatever all along the way. I believe it's all a, a, a weaponized um, bio weapon. But I also think we need to be very careful when we start to talk about mass murder. Everybody's going to die tomorrow. You know what? That's what the globalists say because they want you to be in fear. We need to make sure we don't fall for their narrative as well. Uh, I think Omicron personally is, hey, they want to send out a milder version to stop D because D is killing too many people with the vaccinations. Uh, you don't know whether it's D that killed you or the vaccine that killed you. Most likely it's the vaccine. Well, if Omicron comes around, then everybody starts getting better and less people are going to the hospitals and less people are dying. Then they say, see, the vaccines work. So if there's any PSYOP there, I'm convinced that it's, they're sending a milder version around to try to make it so that you believe in their vaccines. Because, look, they're going to use this bioweapon stuff, these vaccines, going forward. That's their plan to change your DNA. So whatever they got to do to coax you into trusting them over time is what they want to do. And your thoughts? Well, I agree with you. I mean, the Omicron variant is obviously much milder. Those reports started coming out of Africa last month. We heard about that. And it's, you know, most people who had it didn't even know they had it. It's the sniffle. So uh, let's, let's, let's get back to basics. Coronavirus is the common cold. And there is lots and lots of varieties of the coronavirus common cold. What happened was they weaponized one SARS-CoV-2, and they, they, you know, they used with chimeric research and and uh, and um, gain-of-function research, they made this a very potent bioweapon. Now they have re- recognized the ills of their ways, and they need something. I agree with you to get herd immunity around the planet more quickly, so they can prove efficacy in their other jabs, which have a variety of different lots and potencies and strengths in these jabs that are going around. They're looking for a way to mitigate that, and I believe Omicron probably is, in fact, that because we, while it's highly, it spreads very, very rapidly, the side effects and the, and the uh, outcomes from Omicron are far less severe than the original uh, coronavirus, the COVID-19, that, that was launched last year or in the end of 2019. So I agree with you on that. But again, you know, Sam, the media loves fear porn. They love it. This is how they control. This has been the the great uh, MK Ultra PSYOP from the CIA, they've taken over the media and uh, they are using information, it's information war, 
And this is, unfortunately, people don't have enough time to pay attention because everybody's working six months of the year to pay the government. And frankly, what really disturbs me is when you're working six months and two days to pay the government out of every tax year, you don't have time to do the research and um, you're, you're actually paying for your own demise. You yourself become part of the circular firing squad and you don't even know it. It's, it's totally disturbing. And uh, again, the media has done an amazing job and the social media speech cartels and the Silicon Valley speech cartels have done an extraordinary job of dividing all of us and scattering us into the wind in different corners of new media, uh, you know, whether it's podcast, YouTube, or wherever you are landing because you've been blown out of the water so many times and shut down and censored. It's making it ever more difficult to make sure we get the truth out. So we're just like you, Sam, we're all working double overtime to work and, and make sure people get the facts so they can make better decisions and stop succumbing to this fear porn. And, uh, you know, people need to stop complying with these mandates. That's what it boils down to. Take your life back. Take your God-given freedoms back, your rights, because the government, as we know, doesn't issue the rights. They give you privileges, and you pay for those privileges. So Operation Omicron, are the globalists preparing for mass murders in the weeks ahead? I don't think so. I, that, again, is a fear-mongering tactic. I do believe they're trying to cover their tracks, though. They can't have everybody dying so fast when the vaccines are coming out. We've already documented that in 2021, not only in the United States, but around the world as well, more people have died than in 2020 from this stuff. And that doesn't work well when they're rolling out their vaccine program. So their real goal is to get you to trust in the arm of flesh and trust in their vaccinations because that's where the real DNA manipulation weaponization is taking place. The first one was just to kind of prepare us, soften us up. That was the weapon called COVID. Uh, the weaponized version. Now they're trying to use the jab. That's what they really want is that jab in everyone because it changes things functionally. We're learning by incredible positions, not only in your body, but in your brain, Anne. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not so sure I totally agree with you that they, they don't want mass depopulation on the planet. And the reason I say that is... They do long-term. Uh, they just don't, don't want it attributed to their weapon, though. So they, they want that long-term, oh, but they're going to have okay. to back off and do it slower because otherwise people are going to revolt. They're trying to keep the natives uh, on the reservation and keep you calm and eventually have you trust in their vaccines. Their real goal is flat-out population control by, like, 90% without a doubt. Correct. 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 Okay, but but I'm they don't sorry. want it attributed to their, to their, hey, the vaccine doesn't work plan. That, that's, that's a, well, right. What will happen is it will backfire and they'll have less death. What they want to do is get you to trust them because they'll have more death over time. Their goal Correct. is death for sure. Well, I, I do think that the world is waking up. I mean, look at what's going on across outside of the United States. You're seeing protests everywhere. People are rising up and, and gathering by the millions in the streets right now all over the continent, uh, the European continent. Um, the Australians have sent out SOSs. And then you've got that crazy prime minister, Jacinda, uh, down in uh, in uh, New Zealand, who's talking about it's fine to go back and have orgies of 25 people or less in the red light districts. I mean, this is this is what's happening in the world. And if you sit back and you watch that and don't go, wait a minute, my public my public servant just told me I can go back to having orgies like as if that's any of their business. This is this is the absurdity of where we're at right now. It's on full display. It's just whether or not people with information overload, Sam, have the time to, to take it all in. And I know you're doing a heck of a job aggregating this kind of content to put it in people's faces and go, hey, here's the agenda. Look at the United Nations. They put the beast out there, this god-awful statue, which is nothing short of a satanic um, idol that they worship, 
so that the, they can laugh at all of us. They're, they're laughing at us um, right now, and I, I agree with you. They can't get caught with their pants down on this vaccine because if they do, the revolts will become ever more severe, although I don't know that the uh, proverbial Pandora's box hasn't been opened and that people are not not awake at this point now to say, hey, I'm well, not doing I, this. I pray you're right, and that's the battle we've got to fight. I think they've underestimated our ability to wake people up, and I think they've kind of freaked out. and they I went, agree. Whoa, we thought we could get away with this. Now we can't. We better back off. We gotta have a milder version, tame this down, because we gotta keep, we gotta have the soft war continue. And if we're not careful, we'll turn it into a hard war before we're ready. Hang tight. And Vander Steele with me. Steeltruth.com in seconds on Liberty Roundtable Live. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The manslaughter trial of former police officer Kim Potter is now in the hands of the jury. Potter fatally shot a combat of 20-year-old Dante Wright during a traffic stop in the Minneapolis suburb of Brooklyn Center last April. As a nervous nation worries about the federal government shutting down the economy once again for COVID-19, Dr. Oz on Fox News questions President Biden's leadership because he has developed nothing new in his administration to combat the virus. What is surprising is how unprepared the Biden administration is. Basically, they're given the vaccines developed under President Trump during Operation Warp Speed. Mm -hmm. So where's the leadership? There are no home kits. I tried to buy one yesterday, couldn't find them anywhere. Inadequate testing capacity. Where are the approved pills, the treatment for the actual virus? Instead, we get these reflexive one-size-fits-all mandates. President Biden will talk to the nation about the country's fight against COVID-19 today at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time, USA Radio News. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. Election, trade war. What in the world is the world coming to, and how will it affect your retirement? Fisher Investments has helped thousands of investors navigate all kinds of news and market conditions. Is your portfolio prepared? If you have $500,000 or more, call for Fisher's insightful free guide, The Stock Market Outlook, and learn how the market might impact your retirement this year. Call 1-800-379-4442. 1-800-379-4442. You need an accurate thermometer to check for fever a potential sign of flu or COVID. Be vigilant and contact your medical provider at the first sign of fever. Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Exergen Temporal Scanners are available at Walmart and other fine retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. That's E-X-E-R-G-E-N.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. Let's get an update on the Americans and green card holders left behind in Afghanistan by the Biden administration's deadly and chaotic withdrawal. Efforts to evacuate Afghan-American citizens, their families, and interpreters that worked with the U.S. military in Afghanistan are ongoing, despite the United States completing its withdrawal of troops from that country back in August. Project Dynamo is helping with those efforts, and one of its co-founders, Matt Henning, explains what their role is in the evacuation. Evacuations. This is surge support that we're providing. We're, we're augmenting this government mission. But the government moves at the speed that, that the bureaucracy can move. So, uh, you know, they need our help for surge support. That's why we're here. Multiple reports indicate that only 3,000 Afghans have been evacuated since September. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. The National Football League has a couple of games starting today at 7 p.m. Eastern. Merry Christmas week to you and your family from ours. We are USA Radio News. 
right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. We are ringing the bell of freedom. The Liberty Bell, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. Christmas bells. It's about turning people to Christ Almighty. God Almighty is the answer to the problems we face, ladies and gentlemen. Ann Vandersteel with us. Steeltruth.com, her website. Her incredible TV show, 9 o'clock Eastern, every evening, weekdays. And on her website, On Demand. Steeltruth.com. It's syndicated by a variety of platforms. It's incredible. Great, great stuff. Her and producer Liz put together an incredible truth-telling program, to say the least. Uh, and the reason that I focus so much on this about, hey, um, I don't believe that they're really ready for mass murder of everybody right now. Because they've already realized they've overplayed their hand. They're afraid of us is the real point that I'm getting at. They're afraid of us. If they weren't, they'd just crack down and just wreck us all and kill millions of us if they could. Because they're that evil. But they know. They know full well that if they overstep in America right now, look, there's 400,000 plus, uh, what, guns, millions of guns, right? Right. You know, they know full well. And so they're afraid of us. And I believe they've overstepped and they know it. And they're going, whoa, we didn't expect people to wake up this quick. So now they're kind of backing off and saying, all right, let's build trust in our, in our, our, our um, dishonest science. Let's uh, back off and have people trust our vaccines. You know what? Um, we've got to go about this quietly in a soft war or else it's going to turn hard quick and they're going to rat us out of office and take back their countries and stuff like that. They're still afraid of us because we hold the real power if we're cognizant of it and if we demand it. They know that. The people don't yet, sadly. That's why us as truth tellers have to tell them. But they know full well. Otherwise, they just go, you know, hog wild on murder. But they can't and they won't and they're not ready for it. They're afraid of us, Ann. Yeah, I, I think they are afraid of us. There's no doubt about it. I mean, at this point, when you can turn on the television and see people rising up all over the country, and thanks to um, Al Gore and his wonderful invention of the Internet, we have now been able to connect, you know, peer-to-peer around the world and talk to people in real time about what's going on with video evidence to prove what's actually happening worldwide. And if you don't, you know, take that seriously, then those people are foolish. And frankly, we know at this point, Sam, between Davos, the World Economic Forum, Bilderberg, the United Nations, these, uh, the World Health Organization, you know, Bill Gates and his foundation, this is, there is a global elite power structure, like President Trump explained that day on January of 2017 in his inaugural speech, that has ruled the world. And these, the, you know, the international bankers uh, and, of course, the, the global uh, technocracy, the big pharmaceutical industries, these are the people that have ruled the world. And frankly, it's not millions of people. It's a handful of them, 3,000 at best. And it's the same people over and over that attend all of these different um, entities, whether it's World Economic Forum, Davos, Bilderberg, uh, Burning Man. It doesn't, there's always the same people over and over. And those are the people that Jeffrey Epstein hung around. Those are the people that Bill Gates is good friends with. And uh, these are the people I'm sure that Ghislaine Maxwell was probably revealing in some of the information in her show trial, which will hopefully see something come from that, but I'm not going to hang my hat on it at this point. So they understand in numbers, they're, they are woefully, woefully under the water. In other words, there's far more of us. So they're, of course, the biggest thing is how do they keep a lid on this? Well, we've witnessed how they've kept a lid on information during the 2020 election because they censored everybody during COVID. You had people posting on Facebook about the vaccine or about the coronavirus and the hoax of the whole thing, only to be banished from Facebook, and then only to have Dr. Fauci do a Zoom call with Mark Zuckerberg the other day, 
and Zuckerberg sitting there squirming like a space alien, couldn't make eye contact with the camera, while Fauci actually admitted that maybe these vaccines were doing or making people worse and not better. So it's quite interesting, this reveal that we're seeing happen in real time. And I do believe that a lot of it is to call the masses because the masses are awake uh, versus their woke culture. They are awake and they're, they're, they're not going to take it anymore. And they recognize, you know, if we decide not to comply, the hashtag do not comply is, is vaporizing Twitter at, at the moment. If, they, if we decide not to comply, they're in for a world of trouble. And I, I believe that their day is coming. It's just hard to see it when you have uh, a United States of America a constitutional republic being basically governed by non-constitutional agencies that are edicting mandates. And people simply don't understand the, the law. They don't understand where their rights are. And therefore, they succumb like sheep versus standing up for their God-given rights. This is the battle. It's the good versus evil. But we've got to educate the people on how they can leverage the good that God has provided and our founding fathers enumerated in a piece of parchment 245 years ago. there's That simplifies it for you, Sam. Ladies and gentlemen, here's the deal. They're afraid of us and they know it. And they've got to walk this fine line of how do they keep us on the reservation, so to speak? How do they yep. keep uh, the natives from getting too restless? How do they continue their plans in a soft war? Because if it, if it got hard now, they'd lose. These uh, few thousand people around the world or a few hundred people at most um, that are in the inner circles and everything else, look, we can take them out in a heartbeat. Not that I'm recommending uh, war. I'm just saying that, you know what, they know this. They want to keep it soft. They want to keep it gentle. They want us to believe they have our best interest at heart. Uh, it's kind of like Satan while they send us down this primrose path of deception, only to slam the door behind us as we go. Uh, but here's what I think they're doing. I think they're putting out trial balloons to test where the American people are. They know when they want to vaccinate everybody, we're not going to tolerate it. They're backing off that right now. And the more of us that stand up, the more they're going to be forced to back off. That's why it's so up to you and me, my fellow Americans. Because you know what? If we don't stand up, their probe will say, hey, the people aren't you know, willing to fight back on this one. Push harder. If we push back, then they're going to back off. They have to. They know it. Well, here's the next example of this point. It's an incredible article written by Bob Unra in WND.com. And here's the headline. New York State... Lawmakers are asked to approve concentration camps for the sick. Plan would have governor identify those to be locked up. I kid you not, ladies and gentlemen. They say when American mayors, governors, and others want their populations to submit to COVID-19 mandates, lockdown, and other orders, they were faced with what they perceived as well, a hostile public, right? Um, there was obstacles. There was individuals who simply said, not, we're not doing that. We're not going to follow orders. They didn't like that. So now in the state of New York, a proposal is being prepared for lawmakers to consider that would simply resolve that dispute, right? A plan pre-filed for the coming legislative session in New York would simply determine who would they would want to have locked up and lock them up. The idea, cast as a, quote, public health law, is being prepared for the 2022 legislative sessions. It would allow the governor or his, quote, appointee to decide 
that anyone who is sick and poses a danger to others shall be detained in a, quote, medical facility or other appropriate facility or premise premises dedicated by the mayor or whoever he determines. And there wouldn't be forced medication, by the way, unless, of course, a court order allowed that to be the case, see? Um, now, this is interesting. The National Pulse is who has the details on this, in addition to WND.com. And they explain that the proposed law would allow authorities to remove and detain cases, contacts, carriers, or anyone suspected of creating a serious threat to public health. Yeah, they call it Bill A-416. Well, I say that it creates a battle for liberty for us all. The question is, what's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen? Will such concentration camps become a reality in the United States? And my response is this. If we the people do nothing, probably. If we stand up, not a chance. And Well, I mean, I, I think what we have to go back and look at is, you know, this is not so totally foreign when you consider there was the contact tracing bill, right, H.R. 6666. Um, it, it, it shouldn't surprise anybody that New York State, where I called the former governor, Andrew Cuomo, that homicidal maniac who sentenced tens of thousands of his seniors to death by infecting nursing homes with sick patients. I mean, the man is just along he, along with Governor Murphy, Murphy Whitmer, Inslee, Newsom uh, and Wolf. These are the homicidal maniac governors we see in our country. It shouldn't surprise anybody that this is something that they would absolutely advocate for and stand behind. Uh, when you look at HR, I'm sorry, when you look at New York State's um, 416, right there they say it. Removal and detention of cases, contacts, and carriers who are or may be a danger to public health. They, they can't be, this is right in the front, front page of their bill. You couldn't be any more clear than that, Sam. Yeah, it's you're asymptomatic. Unreal. You don't even know you're sick, but I'm telling you right now, you're a carrier, and we're hauling you away for the good of the people. Huh. It's insane, ladies and gentlemen. They say they won't hold you for more than 60 days unless the court extends it. Liberty Roundtable Live. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded 
than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. mean to laugh i know this is a serious subject but we have got to mock them till the cows come home i feel like i'm in a clown theater show will such concentration camps become a reality in the united states that all depends on what you my fellow americans do if you demand your freedoms and not a chance but if you sit back they will they will abuse you just look in the last couple of years what they've done if i would have told you that two years ago people would have said you're off your rocker crazy sam uh, but now they're going, oh, man, how did you know? What's going on? Okay, look, the New York State lawmakers are being asked to really approve concentration camps, folks. Once behind locked doors, once they haul you off because you're a carrier, you might be asymptomatic. You don't even know you're sick, but they'll haul you off and go, hey. Once behind locked doors, the individuals will be forced to complete what they call a, an appropriate prescribed course of treatment, which might mean vaccination. Who knows what it is? The proposal so far is vague and suggests that it's, well, you might be a threat in the future, see? And what does that all mean? It's all vague. We don't know what they're really saying, except for the plan in New York allows roundups of individuals to begin after a detention order is posted in a, quote, conspicuous place there. Those locked up will be informed that they have a right to a hearing. Oh, yeah. What kind of hearing is that? A star chamber thugocracy hearing or what? All right. They say authorities will be required to offer to the prisoner that his or her family will be notified of the detention. So you don't even get a phone call like going to prison in the old days. You don't get one phone call. They'll just notify your family for you. They promise. Inmates are also required to behave to the satisfaction of authorities. A person who is detained in a medical facility or other, quote, appropriate facility or premises shall not conduct him or herself in an unacceptable manner, whatever that means. I mean, this thing just goes on and on, Ann. It does go on and on. Um, again, though, you know, when you look at where we are financially, we're on the precipice of a complete and utter meltdown. Uh, real estate market corrections are incoming. We have obliterated the dollar. We've got uh, gold and silver are kind of stagnant. In fact, silver had a retreat the other day. So you would think if all this stuff was happening, why why is the why is the gold and silver price prices staying somewhat flat? There's definitely something very odd happening. Cryptocurrencies are all over the map. Um, I, I do believe in it, speaking with some of the people that are, I trust in terms of their financial outlook because that's all they talk about. We're looking at a reset, a global reset that, they, that the globalists have been pushing for, but the battle is whether or not we can fight back 
and redirect that reset to benefit the global good and not just the, you know, the global technocrats, the people, the, the international banking community, the 3,000 people that frequent Davos on a yearly basis. So there is the war. And, of course, if you look historically back, anytime there's been a reset, it's because these nimrods have run up the debt and they've just destroyed the currency. And they're like, okay, well, we've done everything we can with that, so we're going to have a distraction over here, whether it's war or whatever, coronavirus, which is war, and uh, we're going to reset the currency because we've just we've destroyed it, so we've got to start over. And they want to usher in this central banking digital currency, the CBDC, and they want to control that as well. And it will be a, the same model, but just in a digital format. So here's where I think we're sitting right now. They've got to use this massive distraction. They can get a twofer here, depopulate the planet, control us with their chips and their artificial intelligence, uh, destroy the currency and start anew and start over and continue their reign of terror. And, and again, we have just got to rise up and say, no more. We're not doing it. We will not comply and recognize that our current you know, United States of America, the Republic, has been a captured operation for some time, and we are not the free people that we think we are. We've got to get out from underneath this administrative state. I want you to be very clear, ladies and gentlemen. They want you to believe that we must engage in civil disobedience. Ladies and gentlemen, we're exactly. honoring the law. Remember the, the Declaration of Independence. They get their just power from the consent of the governed, which is us. Okay, so we're the ones that have the power, and we delegated it to them. We have every right, if they're abusing that power, to yank it back and say, we're not giving consent anymore. You're out of control, and you're going to stop. They're the ones that are involved uh, in disobedience, Ann. That's exactly right. Well, I've, I've been saying for some time, Sam, that, uh, you know, the United States government is the real domestic terror threat in this country. Look at what happened on January 6th. Uh, I interviewed uh, Jake Arzali the other day. He's the uh, what they call the QAnon sh- shaman, but he's really more of America's shaman. shaman. He's a great guy, highly intelligent. I spent over an hour and a half with him on the phone. He's in solitary confinement. Uh, this is a guy who trespassed and went inside the Capitol and uh, did not do physical damage, did not hurt anybody. But uh, he, along with, you know, 40 plus other people are sitting there rotting in D.C. uh, jails right now. And a lot of them are in solitary confinement and they're basically losing their mind. It's been over 300 days going on a full year down there. And they've yet to have, you know, any any sort of justice served. Uh, Jake, unfortunately, got 41 months. He opted to take prison so that he could get out of solitary confinement. That is the plea deal he took. And he's uh, obviously appealing that, but that's he's hoping to move to a prison here shortly so he can have more access to people in general population. Just think about that. There's mass, there's murderers running around, people who are rapists that get less of a sentence than what this man received. This is the FBI's operation. This is in concert with Nancy Pelosi. And this was all part of stealing the election so that they could continue on with their rape and pillage of, of, the, of our society, of our finances, of our way of life, of our freedom. These people don't have a soul. They worship a different God than we do. And uh, clearly they don't recognize our God because they trample all over our God-given rights. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. And I submit to you that if we the people don't start to stand up in mass numbers, and when I say stand up, we can do it peacefully so far. But you know what? Right now, for example, they asked Fauci if wearing masks on airplanes will ever go away. He says, I don't think so. Think about a statement like that. The guy's off his rocker nuts. Well, 
you've got American Airlines and United Airlines CEOs coming out that they don't believe masks are necessary on airplanes right now. They're on record saying it, Sam. So, and I can tell you just in the last few times I've flown, which is fairly regularly, I fly about once a week, a lot of the flight attendants have had an about face. And uh, when I flew to San Francisco last month to go do a protest out on the San Francisco Golden Gate Bridge, with the Children's Health Defense Network and a variety of other people that showed up. We stopped traffic on the bridge and got a lot of attention, including international press. The BBC covered this event as well. I can tell you right now that the airlines were grateful. I, I told people on my way out there flying from Florida to California what I was doing, why I was going, and who I was supporting, which was all of them, to have the intestinal fortitude to stand up against these mandates and say, no, I'm going to not take the jab um, in lieu of the job. I'm not doing it. And these people were crying. I had, they were literally crying in my arms. They were thanking me. They're like, thank you for standing up. We're so in fear, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's just it. They keep people in fear over their jobs because that's, you know, when you go to work in an airline as a flight attendant, Sam, you either love the job or you don't do it because that's not the kind of job you can just show up like punch of cash register and leave. That's a real commitment to a lifestyle. And people love that job. And they were feeling just devastated by what was being put in front of them. So I'm telling you, we have this. We just have to continue to, dig deep inside our, you know, inside of us and go, you know, God's with us. He gave us the rights, our freedoms. We need to tell the government, you don't issue rights. You issue privileges. And I don't want to pay for those privileges anymore. Thank you. No. So there's where we are, Sam. And the real issue is we need to let Americans know what others are doing. That's one of the uh, real, real roles we play as truth tellers is we're clearing houses of information. People need to know that these two airline leaders spoke before Congress and said, look, the masks don't do anything. They're bogus. And then we need to really highlight when, you know what, bureaucrats and professional do-gooders and liberals and the mainstream press pushed back and attacked these CEOs. But the CEOs were spot on uh, telling the truth. And again, we need to be, make sure that people are aware of all these different pushbacks. Because at first you think you're alone and you think, well, when I push back, it just goes wrong. Even my family members get embarrassed and turn against me. Maybe I shouldn't do this. Well, people need to understand this kind of stuff and go, well, wait a minute. I am making a huge difference. The pushback is working. There are more of us. And making sure that we don't feel alone and making sure that we have the information uh, that we need is key, Anne. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So, Sam, I guess I ask you this. Um, you're, you're doing one heck of a job with your radio show here. This is a huge commitment on your part to do this uh, two hours every single day in addition to your commitments at CSPOA, it's, um, you know, you've, you're, you've got a lot on your plate. What do you think that um, people out there that are not in, in media um, can do that would be effective in, in terms of restoring your God-given rights and well as, as well as our constitutional republic? What are you advocating for people to do? I'm advocating for people to really make a difference by funding and supporting uh, the new media taking center stage and you need funding i know it doesn't it's not cheap for you to do tv we all need to support the sponsors of the radio programs and the, and the tv programs and that we're involved in we all need to literally double down and get involved in our own way join the cspoa cspoa.org uh, get involved in, in supporting ann vandersteel get involved in okay there's a lot people can do and uh, you know what you don't have to change the world by three o'clock you just have to play your part uh, every little teeny bit helps, and everybody can basically spend the time to find out where they belong. You might not be a great talker, so you don't need to do talk radio. You can write, or you can be a funder behind the scenes, or you can 
everybody's got a role to play. I suggest you get on your knees and pray and say, hey, where do I fit in, Lord, in the sacred cause of liberty? And I'm telling you, if you have an open heart and an open mind, he'll show you, Ann. Oh, yeah, most definitely. You know, one of the things that we do at Steel Truth um, is a lot of times we offer a call to action. And I think one of the most fundamental call to actions we can do is, as General Flynn says, local action has national impact. And I just joined the Sarasota Moms for America because I live down here in Sarasota. And uh, I'm excited to be a part of that, but just having moved to Sarasota, so I'm very excited to engage with the local community. But also, I think, uh, you know, attending school board meetings, I've got a friend of mine, Martin Hyde, he's running for Congress down against a real rhino, Vern Buchanan down here, who literally is a complete hypocrite, flies around in jets and uh, talks, and he's also signed on the Paris Accord, one of the, one of the Republicans to sign Joe Biden. There's two keys yeah. to get people elected, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. One is a little bit of cash, and another is a lot of foot soldiers. Uh, and you know what? You can do with That's a lot it. less cash if you have real foot soldiers on the ground making a difference. But if you think you can run for Amen. office without foot soldiers or without a penny, forget it. Okay? You don't have to have a ton Amen. of both. You can beat the guys with less money and less foot soldiers. But you've got to have a dedicated team on the ground, and you've got to have enough money to carry it off. And to pretend that isn't true is a lie. But you can do it with a very, very thin foot soldier group and a little bit of money if you're dedicated enough. But you've got to have both components, Ann. That's exactly right. I mean, case in point, the trucker in New Jersey who defeated this, the uh, president of the New Jersey Senate with uh, $157 invested in the entire campaign. <laughs> so <laughs> it can be done. And Vandersteel, thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Steeltruth.com, her website. No doubt she's the truth teller, 9 p.m. Eastern on Brighty on TV and on a bunch of other incredible networks. Anne and her producer, Liz do a phenomenal job. Check it out, steeltroop.com, and we hope you come back soon. Uh, be my honor, Sam. Thanks for having me on. Look forward to talking to you soon. Have a great Merry Christmas. There she goes, doing a phenomenal job, ladies and gentlemen. We, the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will restore the greatest country on the face of the earth. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. says uh, health, H-E-A-L-T-H, health, and get all of these wonderful products. In fact, uh, I still need to take my quercetin this morning, and I'm going to do that live on Brighty on TV. And if you take quercetin, which is this absolutely amazing product, uh, with the zinc, and maybe also throw in a little uh, detoxidine, which is mostly iodine. Uh, and with those, you will be protected from uh, just about any virus in the world. And, and I say just about because I'm not a doctor and I don't want uh, anybody to think I am. But I've used these products for years. And they're plant-based, all natural. Uh, and this one that I have in my is organic hemp extract and I have used that uh, for a long time. I've used a lot of hemp products. As a matter of fact, if we would explore the domestic uses of hemp, uh, we could uh, solve the world's problems, especially economic and 
uh, energy-wise, uh, because you can make all sorts of different oils uh, and power sources out of hemp. It has it has literally over a thousand domestic uses, and it's a it's an amazing product. Uh, I also take my vitamin C every morning, and it's a, the powerful stuff, folks. You need to explore. Mm-hmm. Vitamin C. You need to explore the Global Healing website. Please go through our website to do so, so that we can get credit. And they always give us a uh, healthy commission for all the people that uh, click on our website and then click on Global Healing. Folks, you absolutely... A healthy dose of liberty, and you're on your way, ladies and gentlemen. CSPOA.org. And, Sheriff, we want you to know, too, that when you help us and we get a commission, we use every penny to further the cause of the CSPOA, constitutional training around the country to all public officials, especially your county sheriff. Uh, Sam, and and you just mentioned that. I forgot to hold this one up. Vitamin D3, folks. Do you all know that vitamin D3 is necessary for every cell in your body? Every organ in your body needs vitamin D3. And this is absolutely a wonderful product. It actually even tastes good. But you have got to take this all-natural concentrate of vitamin D3. You can't take too much of it. You can't overdose on it. It is absolutely necessary for children during their growing years, especially. And and I, my grandchildren, uh, I can't believe uh, that I have grandchildren that are so picky eaters. And those of them that are, you got to make sure they get vitamin D3, okay? The growing years that their bones are growing, that their brains are growing, you've got to have vitamin D3. I would say that of all the products that we have here, the most vital one for children is vitamin D3. Folks, again, go to CSPOA.org, click on health, H-E-A-L-T-H, health, and uh, go to their go to their website. It'll click, click right over there. You just uh, order now, and you're doing a tremendous service for CSPOA, and you're doing a tremendous service to yourselves and your family's health. So, Go there, be a part of this uh, wonderful product. Wonder, and there's lots of different products. They even have uh, pads for your feet that help detox your feet uh, and help your your entire ecosystem and structure uh, within your body. Folks, these are amazing products. I've used them for years, and I'm going to continue to use them. And I believe that that's why I was able to kick COVID-19 out of my life a year ago right now a year ago sam can you believe it i had COVID 19 but uh enough of that i well, had to have ivermectin along with incredible herbs and health well, I, I didn't get, get ivermectin, but i did get hydroxychloroquine uh chloroquine whatever however you say it but i also was using uh the detoxidine and the quercetin and the zinc uh, and uh, the vitamin D3. Uh, there's also uh, CoQ10. Uh, they have a product with that. And and uh, you know I have a heart condition. I believe it's really helped me there as well. And uh, the reason I keep getting younger every year, Sam, is because of these products. Yeah. 
Yeah. By the way, you need to know that hemp products really have incredible um, anti-inflammatory uh, properties. In other yeah. words, they, they prevent inflation or inflammation in your body. Inflammation is really at the core of all diseases, folks. So reducing inflammation is key to success. Well, very good, Sam. Thank you for uh, that uh, backup on the commercial and, and uh, everybody. Uh, my family uses these products, my kids. Uh, I'm getting them too, my grandkids. Uh, one of my uh, grandkids, uh, Jack Jackson, Jackson Hardy, Do uh, Lucy's son. He is the pickiest eater. The only thing he likes is ketchup, and any kind of potato, yeah. And he eats. He is a potato freak. Uh, and and there's you know baked potatoes. He'll go baked potatoes. He'll go French fries. It doesn't matter. Whatever. If it's a potato, uh, he eats it. But you see, that's a, a lot of starch in his diet. So uh, we've really got him on this vitamin D three now and a few others. Uh, and I make sure that they're taking their their vitamins uh, from Global Healing. So the rest of you, it's what I do for my grandkids. I hope to do it for all of you, and you can do it for your kids and your grandkids. Uh, Sam, as you mentioned, we have CSPOA.org. Click yep. on health. And by the way, tell him it'll turn him into a potato head if he eats too many. I know. I do all the time. <laughs> and and Jackson has a neat story. He was born on leap year. So at the beginning, I, I nicknamed him Skip. Uh, ah, so ah. Skip all Jackson. Right. So anyway, uh, we we do have a great guest today. I've known him for some time. Uh, he has a huge resume, and I'll, I'm just going to tell everybody right now the most important thing about Greg Beffert's uh, resume is that he's a member of the CSPOA. <laughs> by the way, hold on. Let's be clear. This is by his choice, though. We don't beg former police officers or sheriffs or anybody else to be members. The CSPO is for the people. He joined as a person, right, Sheriff? Yeah, he did. And uh, what I really like about that is that person of his has a lot of experience in law enforcement. Uh, in fact, he became a law enforcement trainer uh, and established training um, curriculum uh, for the state of California. So... Um, Maybe we can blame him for all that California crap. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, anyway. Well, if we had his training, it wouldn't be the same, Sheriff. No, no, that's absolutely correct. Anyway, Greg was uh, raised in Nebraska uh, and then joined the Air Force and then uh, moved to California, and he joined the Yuba City Police Department in Northern California. And, Greg, I'm going to have you... First of all, Greg, good morning, and thanks for being on the show. And I'm going to have morning, Greg. Uh, Greg, I'm going to have you give the rest of your resume. Tell us, tell us the amazing experience that uh, you've had uh, as a trainer in police academies and establishing training uh, for Nevada and California. And the the last part of your resume, uh, I found uh, really interesting, and that is this that you established training according to natural law. Wow. Where did you ever come up with such an idea? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, um, as you know, and knowing the Constitution the way you do, um, the principles of natural law are what the Constitution was based on. 
Um, and when I talk about natural law, um, I'm not talking about man's law. I'm talking about the laws of nature uh, and of the of the universe. Call it God, uh, whatever your com term you're comfortable with. Um, those laws are immutable, which means they can't be changed. Uh, they're not subject to the whims of politicians. They don't change from time to time. Uh, slavery used to be legal. Here, for example, it wasn't moral, but it was legal. Shame on that, by the way. Shame, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Natural law um, uh, basically is is uh, the object, uh, the, the laws of the universe, and, and objective morality. Uh, and there is such a thing as objective morality, and uh, that's what we teach. Um, that and there is such a thing as objective truth. Uh, people need to know that and uh, and seek the truth. That we're about uh, truth and and morality. We teach. And unfortunately, uh, those are the first few casualties uh, of tyranny, um, and that's what we're experiencing. Now, you've been pretty outspoken about some things. You appeared, uh, it's on, uh, I believe it's on YouTube. Uh, I know it's on the internet. Uh, I don't know if YouTube has banned you because your your powerful words uh, to the uh, lake. You live in Lake Cabasu City, Arizona, which is northwest part of the state, really close to the Nevada border. But uh, so you spent time in Reno, you spent time in Northern California, Yuba City, uh, and now you live in Lake Havasu and you're part of the uh, Havasu Patriots, uh, again, and the CSPOA. But you, your presentation, uh, you had a three minute speech that I think is one of the most powerful three minute speeches that a city council could ever heard could ever hear uh you appeared before the city council and you were very user friendly you were not very friendly at all you told the truth and you told them you were going to tell the truth and people can look this up if you google greg befort that's b-e-f-o-r-t and am i saying your name right befort yep. okay yes and I, over uh, over all the the months that we've known each other, I thought that's the way it was pronounced. But uh, it's an unusual name, so I want to make sure. But be that as it may, you appeared before the the Lake Havasu City Council, and you let them really have it. I really liked your comment at the very beginning when you said, "Is there anybody here that still believes that this is about health? That the all that's going on." With the response uh, by governments regarding COVID-19, you asked, is there anybody that still really believes that this is about health? What were you meaning about that? Well, um, we've been deceived. Uh, we've been lied to. Again, uh, it goes back to the truth. Um, the truth has been obfuscated. Uh, the media has done a tremendous job of obfuscating the truth, and they've been complicit in this, uh, what I call the, the mass psychosis of, uh, of humanity. Um, we're not, these issues aren't, don't just affect Lake Havasu City. Um, you see this tyranny all across the world now in countries like Australia and New Zealand and in the UK. You Canada. know, what were considered to be Western Canada, Western democracies. And um, their governments, uh, uh, this, this is being, uh, being a law, former law enforcement officer. Uh, you look at this 
and there is no question in my mind that there's a conspiracy. Um, and, uh, you know, people, you know, foo-foo with that uh, all they want to, but uh, they've done a tremendous job on the psyche of, of humanity. Uh, they keep people uh, in a state intentionally. And um, when people are in that state, as you know, when they're in crisis, they can't think for themselves. And they're very easily manipulated. And so they have captured uh, the emotions of people uh, with fear 24-7. Uh, you, if you want to hypnotize people, um, the two elements that you need are attention and repetition. And if they can get you to focus on the fear, uh, fear of death, have an innate fear, they capitalize on the innate fears of people. And uh, they, having, they've done a tremendous we're job. We're just a little bit of a technical problem with you. You're, you're, you're breaking up just a little bit. What, what were the two things you said you, you need to be uh, hypnotized? Oh, uh, the two elements that you need are uh, attention and repetition. Oh, attention and repetition. Okay. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, well yeah, if you look at it in the context of COVID-19, um, it, it, many of us recognized early on uh, that we were lied to. Um, we've been lied to. The inconsistency. Well, you told that you told that to the, you actually told that to the city council that they are uh, perpetrating the lie that has been going on. In fact, you you flat out accuse them of being part of the great lie. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, uh, I you know, that, that video that you're referring to was one year. I had uh, was one year to the date I've been in front of them. And told them you're being lied to, and, and and laid out exactly how they were being lied to and how they were complicit in the lie. Um, both the city manager and the mayor, uh, particularly, but their attorney as well. Um, they're paid, call them liars. Um, and uh, unfortunately, um, the police department got involved and um, were actually complicit as well uh, by going to businesses and. And, and not shutting them down, but warning people under the color of authority that um, that the owner had passed an edict uh, declaring that gyms and other businesses were non-essential. That's when I got involved. And uh, Sheriff Mack, I love the term that he's using here, the color of authority. Pretend legislation, Sheriff. Right. Yeah, and... Uh... In a lot of our presentations, Michael Peruca, a constitutional lawyer from Maryland, uh, does a presentation for us about pretended legislation. And not only that, uh, that term actually comes from the Declaration of Independence. When Madison, or I mean Jefferson, is detailing the 27 reasons of and the abuses of King George III British Parliament abuses, when he details those, as the reasons for which we were separating from Britain, he lists in one of those pretended legislation. <clears throat> and I love that term because it, it applies to so many things going on today. And, and as a matter of fact, they don't even pretend that it's legislation, but they still expect us to bow down and obey and follow all this crap. 
uh, and it doesn't even qualify for pretend legislation because pretended legislation would be at least passed by the parliament. But as we know, Jefferson also said that, quote, laws or legislation just become tools of the tyrants. And I, I for one, believe that that's all this COVID-19 has been. All the regulations, all the rules, all of the pretended legislation, which none of it has been legislated by any lawmaking body in this country, uh, especially the federal government, which they have no authority to do in the first place. Uh, taking care of everyone's health is not the responsibility of the president or of the United States Congress. That's not their job. It's not in their purview. Anything and if you, if you look at the Declaration of Independence, Sheriff, they yeah. derive their just power from the the consent of the governed. We've never given consent for these kind of no. dictatorial edicts. Well, the Tenth Amendment says e e even if they want to uh, self-appoint themselves power, they can't. They, they It belongs to the states or to the people. And they would have to ask permission from the states or to the from the people to do that. And that's never been granted. And, you know, and so anyway, I really want to. And get on our watch, never will be, right? No. Well, I hope not. Yeah, I pray not. As you said earlier, Sam, we all need to pray and make sure that we're on the right path uh, with our stance against tyranny. But what, one thing I want you to start before we get to the bottom of the hour break, uh, and and then maybe we need they need to call you during that time and see if they can get a better connection with you. But you're coming you're coming across about seventy five percent. I want you to tell I want you to is if you're talking to every peace officer and sheriff in the country. Right now, in view of what's going on in our country, what would be your message to every peace officer, sheriff in this country? Well, I guess one of the messages would be, you have an obligation and you took an oath to uphold the Constitution. Every single one of you did. Uh, whether you're retired or not, and this is something that I, I've been involved in now as well, is trying some of these retired officers and military people to um, to get in, uh, get off the sideline just because you're retired now uh, and you have years uh, when you understand uh, what's at stake here uh, you need to get off the couch uh, quit being a um, morning quarterback uh, board warrior and get off the couch and get involved and start fighting for uh, what you know is right um, uphold moral law um, you know whether or not a law is moral or not. You don't need, need anybody to tell you whether or not what you're doing is a violation of moral law or natural law. So listen to your gut uh, and don't be an order follower. And that's one of the biggest problems oh. we have, not just oh, with man, law I gotta enforcement. Stop you. I got to stop you right there, Greg. An order follower. I just have to enforce the law. Well, mm -hmm. oh, the cops that say that drive me crazy. Which law? What law do you enforce? And yeah. as you alluded to, they swore an oath to uphold and defend the Constitution. They must enforce the supreme law of the land above all else. Liberty is first, even for cops. Liberty is first for every facet of our government, all three branches, and that's what every cop should be defending is especially the liberty. For cops. Especially for cops, yes. Yeah. Well, in military. Hang tight, ladies and gentlemen. Greg Beppert, our guest. 
You are watching The Sheriff Mack Show right here on Fightful.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Steve Hotze. The Dr. Hotze Report airs every Monday from 4 to 5 p.m. Central Time on Brighteon.tv. I'll take you behind the scenes so you can know what's really going on. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. If you want to prevent yourself from getting an infectious disease, then it seems wise for you to develop a strong, healthy immune system. Wouldn't you agree? I've developed an immune pack with my recommended dosages of vitamins A, B, C, D, zinc, magnesium, and probiotics to support your immune system and to keep you healthy and energized. I've also formulated a teen's pack and a kid's pack. Order your Dr. Hotze immune pack today at physiciansprefercevitamins.com or call 281-646-1659. Use the code BTV at checkout for a 10% concession. This is an amazing company that has sponsored both of us. And this is a way to have backup communications when the grid goes down. Well, the situation became problematic, Mike, with the New Orleans, uh, the latest uh, hurricane, because people panic. And this is one thing that I've learned from being associated with the satellite phone store for over a decade. People will call and order 600 phones at a time. What? It's like this, Mike. Anytime there is a crisis, people want these. And ladies and gentlemen, they've created a, such a good deal for uh, Mike's uh, viewers, my viewers, our combined viewers, that this is the only way you're gonna be able to communicate. And that's the other beauty about these phones is they can't track you because it's not talking to a cell tower. It's talking to satellites, you know, orbiting uh, over the equator. So sat123.com, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, Sheriff Mack, Sam Bushman, I'm the operations manager for the CSBOA. The two of us co-hosting the broadcast, as always, on your favorite TV station. That's Brighteon.tv. Our, our host, Sheriff Mack, myself, and Greg Beffert with us, ladies and gentlemen. And Greg is a former police officer doing a great job involved in natural law training. Incredible education about God's laws, about natural law about a higher source than government's law, if you will. Uh, and Greg gave an incredible speech to a city council that we thought was worthy that you should see it. Here's the video. Good evening and welcome. Good evening, uh, Mayor. For the record, my name is Greg Beffert, resident of Lake Havasu City. And we've gone from 14 days to flatten the curve to now mandatory vaccinations or else you'll lose your job. Um, and this applies to employees and citizens of the city of Lake Havasu. Uh, anybody who believes that this is about your health at this point is either naive or complicit or both. Um, and, uh, and unfortunately, uh, this city council has chosen to, uh, where I, I was here a year ago, uh, this month in front of you, 
telling you the problem is you, you're not discerning the truth from a lie. Uh, you chose to embrace a lie and ignore the truth. You ignored the harm that you were potentially going to cause to the citizens of this community by your actions. And I'm not talking about all of you because all of you weren't on the board at the time. And you act those still, though, that people at Lake Havasu, uh, they have a choice. You know, we'll trust them to have a choice. Well, then why a mass mandate? Uh, why send officers to businesses to shut them down? So don't tell me about how, how you give people a choice and you haven't been complicit in this. We still have a local emergency proclamation that is still in place de declaring that there are conditions for a local emergency proclamation that you have refused to rescind. You are holding up the, the false narrative, the lie, and are continuing to ignore the truth. I'm asking for leadership from this city council. And that's what I've asked for all along. You followed, you were a follower, which meant you set your consciousness up on a shelf knowing that your actions were going to cause harm to people. And look where we are now. We were here a year ago so that we didn't get to the point where we are now. We tried to speak out, and now those people, and there's plenty of complicitness to go around, and that includes the citizens here who stood by and said nothing, said nothing while this was happening. And now that they're affected, we have people with employees over 100. If you have an employee over 100, you, it's mandatory for them now. What's your position on this, city council? We don't know. We don't know because you stayed silent, all of you have, when, and, and ignored your responsibility to protect our constitutional rights. The, the county board of supervisors stepped up. They declared a proclamation last week saying that it's, un, it's unconstitutional to do what you're doing, and we don't support it. What's your position, Mayor, City Council? Are you going to stay silent? Are you going to continue to stay silent and support this narrative? Or are you going to step up and do your job? Thank you. Thank you. The next speaker. Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. We need that kind of attitude in every city council, every county commission meeting, every local effort we possibly can, Sheriff. Yeah, no kidding. That was great, uh, Greg. Uh, I've heard some, uh, I've done a few myself, three-minute speeches, and, and that's all you were allowed but uh, that was one of the most powerful three-minute speeches I've ever heard. And boy, you um, you weren't holding back. You didn't pull any punches. Uh, did you ever get a reaction from any of them? Did did it did it make an impact at all? Besides a nervous chuckle. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I suppose it did because they rescinded since then. Rescinded the local emergency proclamation. Oh. Um, so I, I believe that that our, our, our group has had an impact. Um, we were also effective at getting the mass mandate lifted. Uh, we put a lot of pressure on them. I mean, you know, a lot of people say, well, yeah, you're, you know, you're pretty direct. Um, yes, I am direct. Um, but the truth, the truth is, 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 is belligerent. Um, and a lot of people don't want to hear it. That goes to, you know, back to my point, you know, with truth and morality. Um, those, Two issues. People have a tendency to want to lie to themselves, and that's one of the biggest problems. They, right. Their belief in authority, you know, uh, it's not about what you believe. It's about what you know and know about the government and the authority that uh, these people actually possess. Most people, 
yes, are statists. And, and they, folks, they, have an, they have a belief in a, an unlawful or a belief authority that shouldn't exist. Exactly. Well, I want to remind everybody, uh, Greg, you are a patrol sergeant. You are also a detective. You're also a member of a SWAT team. Uh, you spent uh, about 15 years in uh, law enforcement. Uh, you were injured in a high-speed pursuit, uh, which uh, happens pretty frequently. Uh, I was lucky in a few of those. I I got in a couple of wrecks, but uh, I I was not injured in uh, mine. But those are, uh, in fact, uh, the law enforcement community is now frowning on just about any kind of high-speed pursuits nationwide. Are they not? Yeah, that's pretty much been the trend. Um, yeah. You know, uh, the, the, the fear of liability, you know, obviously uh, drives a lot of that. Uh, right. Um, and I understand that. And um, then how I, long, uh, and then you've I, been I a law that. enforcement, you've been a law enforcement trainer. So how long did you do that? Well, uh, while I was still an officer, uh, um, Sergeant, I, I actually was teaching at the academy, and so when I retired, um, it was a smooth transition into the academy environment. And from there, um, I had done curriculum development for, for commission on in California, and uh, and then um, went to Nevada and uh, took a an off, uh, officer position with a federally funded uh, law enforcement training program. Ultimately, became the director of that program, and then uh, in 2012, I ended up retiring. Uh, Nevada. Okay. So uh, I've been involved in training officer, and it's been my passion. I think it's important, Sheriff, to understand that, you know, he was a police officer. He understands natural law training. He understands right. per personal responsibility like nobody's business. That's why he stands before the city council and demands they take responsibility. And I really think that Greg is providing this leadership idea where we all need to stand up and say, hey, we expect you to be accountable. We don't want you to keep your head down and be sidelined and advance your career. What we want you to do is keep your oath of office. What we want you to do is keep your job and do your job. What we want you to do is be accountable to we, the people who elected you. And if you don't, we will find somebody who will. And our greater numbers, as we, the people across the country, decide to get out of our comfort zones and stand up like Greg did, is the key to the solution, Sheriff. Yeah, it, it really is. And uh, I, if you have it, Sam, do we have that video from uh, Chris Ann Chris Hall? Ann Hall, yes, we do. So, That's, Hannah? I, I think this is a perfect place to, to show that because we've I'll now that. gone the full gamut. Of so let me let me set it up, and Anna, or Hannah can play it. So okay. the video that we have, ladies and gentlemen, that we're going to play is on TikTok. And it got on TikTok, and I'm going to explain how really quick. So Chris Ann Hall, well-known constitutional attorney, works with the CSPOA often, speaks across the country telling the tale of liberty. She's a truth teller like nobody's business. Anyway, somebody took a clip of one of her speeches for the CSPOA and literally put it on TikTok. And it's right. literally got over 8,000 hearts. And I don't know if you guys know what a heart is, but it's, it's kind of like a like. But it's a heart. Well, for every heart that you get, usually they say it's between 10 and 100 um, like-minded people. So, you know, if there's 8,000 plus hearts, you've got almost 100,000 people that really believe in this video. Way more than that who have viewed it. It got shared about 2,000 times as well. So I bring this up because a citizen 
took action and got this much coverage for Chris Ann Hall's speech in defense of your county sheriff. Watch Chris Ann. This is incredible. The sheriff is your most important ally in the securing of your rights because your sheriff is not a hireling of the state, not a hireling of your county. Your sheriff is a constitutionally elected representative of the people. It is his duty by oath to secure your rights. It is not his duty to blindly enforce the law. If there is one office that you can take back control of to secure your rights, it's this one. Because your sheriff is the highest authority in your county. Your sheriff has an authority to deny enforcement of laws, state or federal or local, that do not secure your rights or work contrary to your rights. This is Sheriff Brad Rogers from Elkhart, Indiana. He stood up to the federal government. He got sick and tired of the federal government, the FDA and the USDA coming in and raiding his Amish farmers in the middle of the night trying to seize their weapons of mass destruction. You know, raw milk and cheese. He wrote a letter to the FDA and the USDA and told them that if they step foot in his county one more time without first coming to him and seeking his permission, that those agencies would have to come bail their, their agents out of jail because he was going to arrest them for trespass. And since the day of that letter, they have never had another problem with the USDA or the FDA because the federal government knows the sheriff is the highest authority in the county. That's why they're always trying to co-opt them. That's why your sheriff's departments are always being offered free toys and training and mutual jurisdiction agreements and Ooh, we'll let you wear our badge if you let us wear yours. It's bribery, it's extortion, it's trickery for the sheriff to relinquish his authority to a lower power. Because you realize your elected representatives will do a lot of things when you're not looking. Right? But they will never do what you want them to do. They will never do what you really need them to do. Not to provide you with welfare and homes and health care, but to provide you with the security, the ability to secure your own rights. They will never do that unless you expect it and you demand it. He says, some bloggers and natural food writers have hailed me as a hero. I'm no hero. I'm just doing my job. Remember, his job is not to blindly enforce. Man, there, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. You, Sheriff, when she says you, it means we. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, nobody tells it more powerfully uh, than she does, I guess maybe Greg does because they, they both uh, both their speeches were fantastic. Uh, Chris Ann Hall, uh, constitutional attorney, uh, telling it like it is, and she said the exact same thing that Greg just said. The ones that say I'm just here to enforce the law. My job is not to pick and choose. I just enforce the law. And my question to every sheriff or peace officer that says that do you know what the law is and please tell me 
what the law is and what qualifies as a law that you would enforce. And Greg, you were- And let's make it, before you go to Greg, let's make it even more clear. And yeah. when there's a conflict in the law, oh, in yeah. other words, a perceived conflict, where do you go for guidance? And the answer is the supreme law, Sheriff. Yeah, uh, well, as you know, we train that the first and foremost in that is God's law and that you must follow God's law before man's law. And that's kind of the moral law that Greg has been mentioning. But it's also after that, it's the Bill of Rights. The Bill of Rights is the supreme of the supreme law of the land. It's the supreme of the Constitution. If you have any question, refer to the first 10 amendments or the Bill of Rights, and then you can find out there where you go. So, Greg, really, this whole thing, you you were in law enforcement long enough to know that that just following orders has never been the case, that we have always had police discretion as to how we would enforce the law. And I will, I will submit that traffic codes do not supersede the Bill of Rights. And that Chris Ann kind of alluded this, and both of you have said similarity, similar, similar things. And that is that government's job, especially cops job, are not to make sure that I'm wearing my seatbelt or that I'm eating my veggies or that I'm getting properly vaccinated. Their job is to protect my rights and enforce their oath of office. And those who just say they enforce all the laws, that's baloney. No cop has ever enforced all the laws uh, and th because there's stupid laws still on the books in every state. And to, to have cops enforcing stupid laws is the essence of tyranny. But doesn't this boil down to Nuremberg and the, the, those who committed the atrocities during World War II against Jews and, and others, but the millions who were killed and murdered and the genocide, the people who committed those said the same thing. I'm just following orders. You can't blame me. You can't find me guilty of a crime. I'm just following orders. Is, isn't that where this all boils down to? Yes, uh, you know, anytime you're willing to allow somebody else to, to dictate to you what's right, wrong, um, objective morality, anytime you allow someone else to do that, you in essence your consciousness up on a shelf, just like I talked about in that meeting. And and you, there are consequences for that. You know, um, the problem is, is that we're experiencing, the humanity's experiencing the consequences of, um, of our morality or lack thereof, our willingness in many cases, whether you're, you're a hospital CEO or you're an officer just following orders or just obeying the law or upholding the law, doesn't matter. Um, you're, you're allowing somebody else to dictate to you uh, what is right, right from wrong. And that's the problem is most people have a difficult time determining what the rights are, let alone know the difference between a right from a wrong. So that's a big part of what the Havasu is about is, first of all, distinguishing these things for people. What is a right from a wrong? Right. Well, the law basically says there's two principles, uh, the sacred masculine and the sacred feminine. The 
feminine is do no harm. Do no harm. And beside the sacred masculine is take no crap either. The right of self-defense. And ladies and gentlemen, this, Greg and Sheriff Mack, this really is about the American people forgetting who's in charge. You see, we the people are the ones that need to uphold the proper role of government. It's by our consent is their power justly derived. They get their power from our consent. And we've basically in America been taught that they're in charge. And we must do what they say, even if it goes against our moral compass, even if it goes against our gut, even if it goes against this masculine and feminine, which is do no harm, but take no crap. In the middle of that, are we the people? And we must balance that as we realize they serve us. And we've got that upside down in America is the biggest problem. For sure. Yeah. And one thing I wanted to ask you. Well, one other thing I wanted to ask you, Greg, and thank you so much for being here. We're still having a little bit of a technical problem with you, but I want you to address this. You live in Mojave County. Mojave County is where Lake Havasu is. And uh, I would like you to tell the viewers, I, I really don't know what you're going to say here, but give give us all a grade of your sheriff uh, of Mojave County. Um what 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 would be his grade if you were his teacher uh, and you were going to give him uh, A, B, C, D, E, or F? Uh, what grade would you give him and why? Well, I actually met with um, Sheriff Schuster and I met with him personally and, and uh, got an opportunity to get a feel for where he would fall on that spectrum. Um, and I would say that... Uh, and, I most likely would give him a, a C, a C plus at best. Um, the only re- and I, the reason I would say that is is because Sheriff Schuster made it clear early on he was not going to allow his deputies to enforce the COVID mandates. Um, the problem was the other side of that. Let's see, he took the flag halfway up the mountain, I guess, in terms of used before, and planted it there instead of enforcing natural law or the constitutional rights of citizens and businesses and going to the health department people and saying, if you go to try to shut down a business, uh, I'm going to come and arrest you for doing that. So right. that's the reason that I would give him uh, that grade. Um, uh, look, he's made it known that that's his position. Um, he's in a tough pickle like a lot of sheriffs are. Uh, I understand that. Uh, politically, uh, he still has to deal with politics, and they control his budget. These board of supervisors uh, control his budget, and there are 10 ways of Sunday, just like the intelligence agencies, of getting back at you. So he he, he has a tough job. Uh, I, I have respect for Sheriff Schuster, and um, I'm confident that uh, uh, his department, uh, um, it, that's the matter. He is sent to his department, which is equally as important, not only to understand his own philosophy, but to make, make sure his philosophy is understood throughout his department. Yeah. I'm waiting for a sheriff to put the flag on the top of the mountain and take on the IRS, Sheriff Mac. <laughs> Man, we've been praying that, uh, praying for that for a long time. But uh, one of our uh, tenets that we teach, uh, Greg, at, at some of our seminars, uh, and we need to get you to uh, come to some of our CSPOA training seminars in maybe in Texas that we have coming up in uh, January. 
we'd like you to attend that and and see what you think. Uh, I, and I know you've heard me speak a lot and you've heard a lot of our training materials, but uh, the all day training seminar is something that really, we, we maintain that if Sheriff Schuster would attend uh, that, uh, he would not leave the same, that uh, his grade would go up from a C or C plus to uh, an A minus. Uh, and maybe even an A or A plus, because the training is significant and 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 you, you have to do that. Uh, and so I, I would hope that we could reach out to him and all the sheriffs that are good people like Sheriff Schuster and get them to the training and have them raise the bar uh, where they're at in defending the Constitution and protecting the God-given rights of the people that they work for. So Greg, thank you so much for being with us. We're proud to have you a part of our organization and proud to have you on the show today. Thank Ladies you. and gentlemen, Greg Befford, our guest, CSPOA.org is where you can sign up and become a member of one of the greatest solutions-oriented organizations on the planet. CSPOA.org. Thanks for watching the Sheriff Mac Show on Brighteon.tv. Something special about the importance of satellite phones as a backup. And, and I want to bring this in because satellite phones are becoming the backup plan. I can call anybody on the cell phone. They can call me. I can call anybody on landline. They can call me. People in government hate to be compared to Nazi Germany. But what is going on with the COVID vaccine is very similar to the beginning of something that happened not long ago. From 1933 to 1945, Nazi Germany carried out a campaign to cleanse German society of individuals viewed as biological threats to the nation's health. Enlisting doctors, the Nazis developed a health policy that began with mass sterilization of what they called genetically diseased persons, Jews, blacks, and gypsies. With legitimacy provided by science experts, the Nazi regime carried out a program of forced sterilization then isolation from the rest of the German population, and finally, euthanasia that found its most radical manifestation in the death of millions of people that were considered a national health risk. Sound familiar? Paid for by Ammon Bundy for governor. VoteBundy.com are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Liberty Roundtable Live continues on your favorite hard-hitting talk station. So first hour, wow, we had Ann Vandersteel with us, ladies and gentlemen. Ann is a thought leader and a trailblazer in the new media taking center stage. And Steel Truth is a thought-provoking, uh, time-tested, uh, investigative, uh, primetime news program. Weekday evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, leaving the mainstream media in the rearview mirror, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> Believe it or not, as a news magazine also, 
So it's, it's TV and a magazine focused on topics that are mostly ignored by the mainstream press or mischaracterized by the mainstream press. And she's taking them on like nobody's business. Anne is certainly a truth teller, and we're grateful to have her with us. First hour, steeltruth.com, her incredible website. We talked about this uh, reality check of, you know what, lawmakers in New York, New York State, trying to uh, put together concentration camps for those who are sick. They would literally want to haul you off to the gulag, if you will. Uh, even if you are, you're asymptomatic where you say, I'm not sick, and they're like, yes, you are. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, will such concentration camps become a reality in the United States of America? I pray the answer is not. But even when Fauci was asked, hey, do you think wearing masks on airplanes will ever go away? Fauci said, no, I don't think so. What else will never go away, Fauci? What other plans do you have for us? You're not part of the legislative body in America making laws. You're not part of the executive body uh, carrying out the laws. You're not part of the judiciary in America uh, interpreting and upholding the laws. You're not part of any of that. But you're just going to dictate this like a thug to the whole nation? Shame on you. You ought to be fired. We really got to double down on that, folks, like nobody's business. We really do. Uh, for example, I don't know if you know this, ladies and gentlemen, but Joe Biden is ahead of Donald Trump in terms of putting judges in office. I kid you not. Biden gets 40 judges confirmed in the first year. That is double Trump's number. Did you know that? So when you think the Republicans got to take office so they can control the judiciary because they're the conservative guys, I don't know what on earth is going on, but there should be advice and consent for these judges. The Senate has passed. Republican-controlled Senate has doubled down and helped Biden. Biden gets 40 judges confirmed in his first year. That's double Donald Trump's number. This hasn't been matched since the Reagan days, folks. What a shame. Shame. Shame on us, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, it's official. More Americans have died from the coronavirus under Joe Biden's leadership than died under Trump's leadership ladies and gentlemen despite the fact that biden said he was gonna well that trump did a bad job on the coronavirus and biden had to go ahead and fix what trump screwed up but now it's official more americans have died under biden than died under trump's leadership ladies and gentlemen we got a coronavirus crisis they say that the united states could see one million coronavirus Omicron cases per day warns this NIH director that just retired, folks. One million Omicron variant cases per day warns departing NIH director, Dr. Francis Collins. Can you imagine that? That's what they're predicting, folks. I don't know if they're just involved in a fear-mongering or if there's any truth, but they also warn... Health officials warn that Omicron variant will cause record high hospitalizations. Donald Trump was right. We got a problem on our hands. Is the problem really the coronavirus or out of control government? Government's been fear mongering forever. Donald says you're going to have a winter of death, you unvaccinated. 
Imagine the President of the United States saying something like that. And then record high hospitalizations. And then, hey, we could see a million a day of infections. More Americans have died in 2021 versus 2020. Are they gearing up for more in 2022? Only time will tell. But while that's going on, Representative Maxine Waters that attacked everybody who wouldn't wear a mask. Now she gets caught. Maxine Waters gets caught maskless on an airplane. It was a cross-country United Airlines flight. So see, they clearly, these leaders, if you want to call them that, these bureaucrats, they don't believe that the laws are for you and me, folks. Or they believe they're only for you and me, not for them. Okay? You've got two senators with breakthrough infections already. Never mind that they already had their booster shots as well as they're as close to fully vaccinated as you can get. We're talking about NJ Senator Cory Booker and Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren. They both have had all three shots, including boosters, but now they've got the corona. And they still want you to believe that it works. It's insane, ladies and gentlemen. We also have 48 people test positive for COVID on Royal Korea um, Caribbean ship, the Symphony. 48 people that were all vaccinated got the coronavirus. If you believe these breakthrough infections are rare, you've been lied to. Thanks so much. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net, Brighty on TV. God save the Republic. <laughs> 